Welcome to the Freedom Frontline Podcast. As always, this podcast will be completely raw, completely unfiltered, and completely uncensored. This episode, I want to get into a little bit about ego, perspective, and how I stay motivated. I know a lot of people have been asking me how exactly I wake up every single morning and do absolutely everything that I do on a daily basis. I'll give you guys a little bit of the tips, a little bit of the tricks, and why I think that they may be able to help you out in your life and your pursuit and all of the dreams and aspirations that you have. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Freedom Frontline Podcast. So like I said, today we're going to get into a little bit about our ego, what it does for us, how it works against us, how we can use it to our benefit, but if you're not careful, how it could turn absolutely disastrous. So firstly, your ego is basically your individuality. It is something that allows you to know what you are good at, to know what to pursue, and to know how you are able to handle a situation and the information that has presented itself, how you would receive that. We can use our egos to our benefit in many situations. Your ego has the ability to kind of propel you. It'll tell you that you are great at something and that you should probably continue to go at that. My ego, for instance, lets me know that if I were to go play a little pickup game of basketball, I would probably be all right. I know that I'm halfway decent with a bow. I know that I'm a pretty damn good fisherman. I know that I'm a pretty good hunter. And I also know that I'm just a pretty good person. These are things that my ego has established that I personally have been able to accomplish in my life. And I've worked at these things. My ego has told me that I want to get better at this particular skill set, so I didn't let my ego get in the way of myself, as in when I saw somebody that was a great hunter, or I saw somebody that was a great archer or a great basketball player, I never really criticized the way they did things. I was more so wanting to learn, because they have obviously found a way around their particular craft in a way that I possibly haven't explored yet. So in that aspect, the ego can be great because it can be something that tells you that you need to propel yourself forward, that you need to learn more, that you need to grasp more of the concept, that you need to find an individual that is great at their craft, pick their brain about it, and see if they could teach you more. So the ego can be very good, although there are times where the ego can be absolutely pathetic. One of those reasons is that your ego is exactly what keeps you out of touch with reality it seems to keep you in this state and to constantly be looking at things in a perspective where you just think that you're the shit you think that none of this could ever happen to you you think that absolutely everything needs to go right for you because of all the work that you've put in or how you feel about the situation and it almost makes you never able to look at the reality of the situation at hand If you get fired from work and you've constantly been late 
and your boss has warned you a thousand times to stop being late. Eventually, he says, you know what? You're not listening. You're gone. Your ego may tell you, well, I do a ton of work for you. I make sure that I have everything done on time. I make sure that all my clients are dealt with. I make sure that you're happy. So I don't really understand why you'd be firing me. I'm this, I'm that, and you almost felt entitled enough to show up to work late every day. But your ego will not let you take a step back and it'll actually hinder the way you are able to perceive that situation and learn from it or try to fix it as opposed to you constantly looking at it as though you are in the right. So your ego is exactly what will prevent you from hearing critical and necessary feedback from other folks. So your boss had tried to tell you multiple times that even though you're a great worker, you could be a better worker if you would just show up on time. You could be more professional by showing up on time. You could make sure that, you know, you were training your own, you know, your, your, your higher self outside of work to constantly be a better person by maybe increasing your ability to be punctual in every sort of aspect of your life. Maybe you always slacked off and cooked dinner late and it wound up to you overeating late night and then you started getting digestive issues, right? Your ego would tell you, well, you know, I'm still eating and uh, it doesn't really matter what time I eat, but your body's telling you something different. You see how all of these things can trickle from one small aspect of your life, one little widget, and then it turns into something that is absolutely crazy, right? And all of these things will trickle down if you don't keep your ego in check. <sighs> By not getting all of that critical feedback, it has a lot to do with criticism as well. When somebody is criticizing you and maybe there is something you could do better, maybe let's just say you're an artist and you're drawing a picture and the way that you're brushes stroking the picture when you're creating a leaf on a tree or the way you're creating your branches flowing in on a tree or maybe you're painting hair and it's not coming out the way it should so somebody walks up to you and tries to teach you how to hold your brush correctly how you'd be able to stroke the brush to create the image that you are looking for or the desired outcome that you are looking for but you're too stubborn to listen to them because your ego tells you that you're a great artist. Your ego tells you that you may be a little bit better at one aspect of the painting than they are. So now it's telling you that you should never listen to them because what can they tell you? Even if it's a brand new artist who's coming up to you who's just new in the game but understands a different technique, your ego is gonna tell you, well, I've been here longer, so why would I ever have to listen to somebody that is quote unquote beneath me? So your ego will play all these little mental tricks on you all the time. It'll always try to make you feel as though you are more and they are less. It's not something that you want to keep around in your life or just keep around unchecked. It can be beneficial, but for the most part, of almost everybody that I've ever met, ego has led to the downfall of themselves in certain situations. And I can say that in all honesty because that, that's been me. I've done things. I remember playing high school basketball when, you know, coach was telling me, it's like, after this crossover, you do better going left. But I would always go right, just despite what the coach was saying. Why? Because I had crossed many people over that way, right? But how many more people would I be able to cross over had I just listened to coach and gone left? So in our championship games, I made sure that I would go left instead, and there was always an opening. There was always somebody that I could dish the ball to to get the bucket. There was always a reason that going left was better than going right, but for the entire season, I hadn't listened to coach. And the moment that I started, the moment I was able to take my ego and put it away, I started succeeding in that aspect.
So we all want to make sure that we're keeping that in check and that we are taking that necessary feedback because it could be critical to not only our existence, but critical to just how you learn or how you do something. Another thing is that your ego will make you overestimate your own abilities and your own worth. That ties back into what I was just saying, right? It'll always make you think that you're going to be the best at what you do and nobody can tell you shit. That's oftentimes exactly what your ego tells you. That's the feedback that it gives you. So you need to learn to kind of pull those reins back and get your ego under control. Because I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't look at yourself in a fashion where you feel like, you know, you're you're worth nothing. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just telling you that you can also overestimate your worth in a particular situation. It's like everybody on the chessboard, right? It's like picture yourself as a pawn and you, you constantly have this worth for yourself that is completely unrealistic and you try to move the same way the knight does or the rook does. You're not going to be able to do that because that's just not the way that the pawn moves on the board, right? So sometimes we honestly just need to know our role. And I know it may sound a little bit harsh, but knowing your role and staying in your lane are very, very valuable aspects of life. The more you overstep, the more you walk way past your boundary, and you know, the more you think that you're going to be okay without a particular skill set, even though people have told you that the, uh, that particular skill set is required to advance, that's when you're just listening to your ego and you're not taking the advice of others whatsoever. So, I mean, a lot of times with that ego, you're going to underestimate the effort that it takes to do things and you're going to underestimate the skill required to actually get to wherever your goals are or whatever your goals may be. You never want to underestimate the amount of effort that goes into something. You may think that you have, you know, the, the cat in the bag, no problem, we got this, we're all good, and you don't want to take the extra steps to ensure your success. The problem there is that you're, you're drastically undershooting the scenario. If I told you that it was time for you to go on a hike, and you've done this hike three, four times, and a couple times you've ran out of water, would you continually go to longer lengths of a hike, longer durations of a hike, more difficult of a hike with the same amount of water, all because your ego's telling you that you'll be fine and you got to be a man and push through? Or would you just simply bring more water? You see how silly a lot of this is all the time? Sometimes we seem to think that we are these heroes who don't need help, no one can tell us anything, and that we are always above the situation at hand. A lot of times all it takes is for you to just... Take a moment to step back, analyze what's really going on, and make a judgment without your ego in place. I don't know how many times people seem to think that things are so fucking easy. To get into my next point, I really want to see people start to congratulate others' success. Now, our ego will tell us that, oh, this person is super successful and the other person was super successful because they, you know, they have a big ego. And that's why I have a big ego. Look, there's nothing wrong with trying to emulate your favorite entrepreneur or your favorite celebrity or your favorite whoever. The problem is, if somebody had a big ego and they're very successful, I would like to pose this question to you. What would happen if 
all of the time they spent battling their ego, if they had their ego in check, all the time that they had spent battling it, what if they were to put that same amount of time in into making sure that they were more successful because they weren't wasting that time battling their ego? Could they have been more successful at their craft? Could they have made more money? Could they have just had more success in general? The answer is nobody knows. Nobody knows because typically the people with the biggest egos don't ever want to give that a shot. However, I can say that there's a lot of people that I follow and these are the people that are able to put their ego away. And those people always say that, you know, all of the time that they have spent not battling their ego was time that they were able to put into their craft and they are extremely successful. They were able to accomplish that much more to be able to go that much further. You see what I mean? How ego can become the detriment? But we also need to start respecting other people's success. I mean, we've gotten to this place where we feel that we just can't congratulate another person on all of their achievements. We can't appreciate hard work. It's like we always have to tell somebody, oh, you only got there because of this, that, and the other. You only got there because you had this to begin with. How do you know that person didn't just rely on hard fucking work? How do you know that this person didn't have an insane upbringing and they had no help whatsoever and they had to do absolutely everything on their own maybe they did get a little kickstart but maybe they stayed up till you know all hours of the night after they worked two jobs you just don't know everybody wants to just say that you're successful because of all these other variables around the situation instead of just saying that you're successful because you worked your ass off acknowledging that recognizing it and saying that you appreciate it because at the end of the day there's really none of us that have the ability to say that somebody did something solely out of shit that they were given. You can never prove that. So let's just start being able to celebrate people's wins. Let's start being able to congratulate them on their successes. And let's start being able to just say that we would like to be like that person or emulate their strategy and maybe it will propel us forward. Now let's get into a little bit about perspective. Now... I'm going to kind of blend this together with my motivational side because my perspective really is what helps motivate me. <clears throat> now, when I see a scenario a lot like what's going on in the world right now, instead of saying non-essential stuff is closed, instead of saying I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do instead of looking at things in a perspective that will kind of lower my vibration or dim my light. I would much rather put them into a place where I have the ability to dissect the scenario and try to pull out the things in that that serve me. Everybody loves to look at the shit side of everything and just say, oh, well, I guess I was dealt lemons. I guess the hand that I was given is absolutely trash. I can't play any of these cards. There's nothing I can do now, so let's just get completely lazy, lose myself, and not be able to get anything that I wanted to accomplish done. I look at things in the complete opposite manner. I try to take things and say, look, so this is what happened. Let me use this as a lesson to figure out how to get around this. Why? Because if I learn how to get around this scenario while this is happening, then should it ever happen again, I'm already well equipped to deal with that entire situation because I've already developed a strategy to combat it. 
I didn't sit back and say that my perspective was so narrow-minded that I still don't have a solution for something that continually occurs. That is one of the ways that I am able to combat things. I don't let them get to me as much as I used to. I don't let things piss me off as much as I used to. Instead, I would much rather analyze it and do exactly what I was telling you. So, in order to keep myself motivated as well, I practiced the one thing that I feel absolutely everybody should practice every single day from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to sleep, and that is gratitude. If you are not a person who can say, well, you know, maybe things at work aren't going so great, but when I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful for one, that I woke up, for two, that, I'm, that I can breathe, for three, that I can see, four, my family's healthy, I got a roof over my head, I have food in the fridge, I have a whole bunch of things for me to be grateful for. Man, there are people out there that are so much more worse off than us. But we have this sense of entitlement to always say that our life is so bad. Why? Because my ego tells me that I should be perceiving it this way because I don't have this new pair of shoes or the nicest car. Or Man, there's people out there without a fucking roof. There's the people out there that don't have any money in their pocket to buy a coffee. There's people out there that don't have a home. There's people out there who don't know who their family is. There's so many individuals with so many issues out there and we seem to feel the need with our first world problems to always say that we are so somehow entitled to getting absolutely everything that we want instead of being able to be grateful for what we have. So the next step to how I deal with things and how I am constantly able to keep my head on straight is that I take time to meditate. Man, I take a lot of time to just sit back, close my eyes, take a bunch of deep breaths, bring myself into a state where I can just forget about the bullshit and just be present. That is such a big factor in life today. Everybody's already worried about what's going on down the line. They're worried about what they're going to do at the end of the day. And if the day doesn't go absolutely perfect so that they can get out of work at that perfect time to meet up with this person and absolutely everything doesn't go their way, they get all flustered. If people create a five-year plan and then their life starts veering off from that at all, they get super fucking worried. I don't plan anything. I mean, I'll plan, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you plan to buy a house or you plan to buy a new vehicle or you, you know, like those things, okay. But to plan absolutely everything in your life and expect things to go that way and nothing to happen sporadically is an unrealistic way to look at everything. So what I like to do is I like to be able to slow myself down. I take my thought process and I slow that shit way down. I dial my speed in which I'm thinking of something way back and I try to help myself get over myself if that makes any sense so by meditating you have the ability to close your eyes take a bunch of deep breaths and breath work is something that will keep you present because you're focused on what is happening to you right now at this very moment so that is why i use this as an extremely valuable tool in my daily arsenal 
where if I'm feeling very stressed out or I'm feeling very overwhelmed or something just isn't making sense to me, I'm always sure to sit back and meditate to help myself make sense of the scenario and bring myself to a place where I am better equipped to deal with what I am thinking of. Another way I'm able to deal with all of my stresses and all the misfortunes that happen in my life is for me to just sit back and look at myself in the mirror and say, bro, you fucking got this. I am my biggest critic, but I'm also my biggest cheerleader. I am my biggest motivational speaker. I try to always make sure that nobody can get in my way. When I have a thought in my head, and I know that there is something that is calling me to do it, I absolutely must get this done. Anybody that knows me understands that I am one of those people that is absolutely fucking relentless when there is something that I really want to do or that I want to accomplish. I just don't stop. I don't let anything get in my way. I don't let anything veer my mind. I put on my horse blinders and I make sure that I try not to perpetuate any sort of scenario that could possibly veer me off that path. And even if there is something that comes into my way and forces itself into my mindset, I don't let it live there rent free. It's going to give me something. It's going to do something for me. It's going to either teach me a lesson or it's going to benefit me. If not, then I'm just going to bulldoze it and I'm going to continue on to my goal. People get very, very discouraged. And I don't know why that is. I want to see people get a little more comfortable in themselves, that, that little bit more aggressive with their goals. I want to see people get that little bit of tunnel vision in regards to what you need to accomplish. It's okay for people to think that, that you're a little crazy, right? It's all right for people to say that you're a little aggressive, that you're a little bit too much to handle when you're thinking about something that you want. But let me tell you something. If everybody agrees with every decision that you make, if everybody thinks that what you're doing is something that they can do, if everybody thinks that you are just getting a little too obsessed and a little too in your own head about it, then you're doing exactly what the fuck it is you need to do. You can't just turn around all the time and try to please people. Let me tell you something. A lot of the people that you are going to try to please in your life are only going to be wanting you to please them in that particular moment. And then you're going to wind up putting time out and time in to them. You're going to take time out of your day to pour time into them and what they think and how they feel about the situation. But if it's not something that you want, remember that they're only going to be here for the moment. They only want your approval for the moment. They only want to be here now. They only want to involve themselves at this particular time. They don't want to be here in the long haul. And if it is somebody like your wife or your kids or your, your husband or your brother, your sister, your parents, your friends, they'll understand. Don't be willing to just give up on something that you really believe in or that you want to accomplish all because somebody else is telling you that you need to think a different way or that you need to kind of be someone else. You know who you need to turn into in order to accomplish all of your goals? You need to turn into the biggest, most savage version of yourself. You have to be quite selfish. You have to make sure that you have the ability to go out there and do what you need to do. However, 
You also want to make sure that your responsibilities at home are good. A lot of people forget this aspect. Look, as relentless as I am with things, as much of a go-getter as I am, as much of a, a inspirational person I try to be to others to try to tell them, look, I'm not very good at this, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. You see, if your home life isn't correct and you're not being the person that your family needs you to be, if you're not being the husband that your wife needs you to be, if you're not being the wife that your husband needs you to be, if you're not being a father or a mother to your children, if you're neglecting all of the experiences that keep you wholesome, that keep you intact, that keep you mentally sane, that keep you focused as fuck, I don't know about you guys, but these are the people in my life that I require to make sure that they are happy. I require their happiness. I, I, I do everything to make sure that I can see a smile on their face at the end of the day. So if I can't make that happen at home, then everything else takes the back burner. However, I do ask them to understand. And my kids, my wife, they get it. They get it. When it's time for dad to make sure that he suits up and he puts his mind to something to go get it done, I'm getting it done. If my wife knows that I'm going to go try to do something and I'm going to put absolutely every ounce of effort into my entire fucking being to get that done, then she knows that it's going to get done. I'm not going to let anything get in my way other than my family. If I'm starting to pull too much of myself away from my wife and my kids, and it's not like a, you know, championship kind of thing, then it can fucking wait. I don't need to be, you know, walking all over my family and telling them that they have to be the ones to suffer for my goals. But I always try to make sure that my goals and my aspirations somehow either include them or it is something that I am doing for them or it is something that I can do with them. Look, in my eyes, you have to be a great family man. You have to be a great family woman. You have to make sure that your shit at home is in check or else nothing else matters. Nothing else is ever going to hold the value that your home life does. I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't have the ability to say that their childhoods were absolutely amazing. And a lot of times that is because somebody in their life was absent. I don't want that to be me. And I don't want that to be you either. All because you say that you have a goal in mind. Now, there's going to have to be times where the exception is made. Where something means a lot to you. And it may not mean a lot to your partner. It may not mean a lot to your kids. It may not mean a lot to your friends or those around you. But you feel in your gut, you feel with every ounce of your being that you must go and do this task. I feel that way with hunting. I feel that way with practicing with my bow. I feel that way when it comes to, you know, going to the rallies for my country. I feel that way when it's you know, making sure that I can help a fellow Canadian either get out of a jam or or create some some sort of, you know, sustainability for themselves or some sort of, you know, something of substance for themselves, some sort of structure. I get really, really, really passionate about those things because it seeing other people succeed means more to me than almost anything that this fucking life has to offer. Seeing other people going and 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 having a hunger for something and and giving every ounce of their being to that task and then making it there's nothing quite like seeing that there's nothing quite like going along for the ride with somebody and not wanting any congratulations but solely just being 
extremely happy for what that person has accomplished if you are doing something and it has nothing to do with yourself if you have the ability to pour your heart and soul into someone and something that they want to do and then they succeed at it you have the ability to sit back and watch somebody who was willing to you know put in the blood the sweat the tears to get that done and then they made it that is the most liberating, most powerful experience that you will ever have in your life. There's no feeling like that. To celebrate another person and their success is phenomenal. But a lot of that comes from the fucking last thing that I'm going to tell you. Hard work. There is no substitute for hard work. There's no easy way. There's no magic pill. There's no magic solution. Sometimes you really got to just put absolutely everything that you think you know away and attack a situation headfirst. Everybody says aim and then fire. Sometimes you just got to fire and then aim. Sometimes you need to just guide that bullet to where you want it to go. Sometimes you got to just give yourself the trial by fire. Look, if you want to have a great body, you got to go to the gym. You got to make sure that you're working out. You got to make sure that fitness is a priority. If you want to become something, you need to make sure that you learn every aspect of that, that you get good at it, that you practice enough that it becomes fluid. These are the things that you need to do. There is no way to sharpen an axe without your stone. There's no way to go into battle not being ready or not being able to defend yourself. You must put in the work. You must make sure that you develop that solid foundation that is going to help you get to where you need to go. So if you have your ego in the way, your perspective is all fucked up, and you're not willing to put in the hard work, then all of that is nothing more than a recipe for failure. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Frontline Podcast. You can reach me on Instagram at fr33domfr0ntline. That's Freedom Frontline on Instagram. You can also reach me at Telegram at Freedom Frontline. This podcast is available on Spotify as well as Podbean. Until next time, this is the Freedom Frontline Podcast.